Once again, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and I have a very special treat for you this week. I have several lost episodes from my interviews with a ton of patriots at the Moment of Truth Summit, Mike Lindell's event last year in Missouri. I had a catastrophic hard drive failure in the weeks after that event, and I lost virtually all of the interviews that I did. But I was able to successfully recapture three of them, and I'm going to be releasing them over the course of the next several days. Today's episode is with a woman by the name of Gail Golick. Gail ran for Maricopa County Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County, Arizona. Well, obviously, the election has come and gone, and we saw how the midterms went, and it was not good for many patriots. But... The good news is this week there will be hearings in the Arizona House and Senate on election reform and integrity, and this could mean big things are coming for the Arizona election. Things happening in the future and things happening in the past. Could this affect Gail's run? We'll have to see. But please do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, and I'll be right back after this with my guest, Gail Golick, at the Moment of Truth. All right, good afternoon. Welcome back once again to another episode of Red Pill News Special, live coming to you from Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit here in Springfield, Missouri, and I am sitting here currently with Gail Golick. Gail was running for the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, obviously one of the most corrupt political bodies in our union. Gail, how are you? I'm well, thank you. This has been an incredible event. Um, to to just see so many people across the United States, Arizona was one of the first yes. to get the audit and everything like that. But we started something, and now all fifty states have people, grassroots people, out there exposing what these machines are doing, and they're taking away our vote, they're taking away our voice, and we must get rid of these machines. And it's just an honor and a pleasure to be around so many patriots. You know, I agree with you. And I've been saying for years that we need to get activated. And I think a lot of people started doing it a long time ago. But, you know, unfortunately, it took having our election stolen just in such a bald faced manner right in front of us for many people to do it. You know, in a, in a way of in a manner of speaking, it was a gift from God. The way that everything happened, Joe Biden ascending to power, destroying America, so many people feeling the need to get out there, do something, run for office, whatever it might be. But it doesn't stop there. You know, I mean, like, what? tell us what happened in your race for Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. Well, in my race, um, we had a, a, a guy by the name of Steve Shukri who resigned. And so the, I call him the Board of, criminal, the board of Criminals. Uh, yeah, in Maricorruption County. <laughs> yeah, so they... They selected a guy by the name of Tom Galvin to sit in the seat until this election came uh, into play here August 2nd. And the guy that they selected, of course, said that Biden won the county, the country, and um, and Maricopa County has the gold standard of elections. So we knew what side of the law he was on. He's a lawyer, whatever. So I'm out there campaigning. I've got two other guys campaigning. We're all doing the right thing and campaigning. This guy, nothing. He didn't do anything. Of course not, right? No presence. No, no zero <laughs> presence. I was polling very strongly in the polls. Actually, some of the stro- polls were, I had me at 68%. Oh, wow. So That's I, good. Really great. I was endorsed by um, Mike Lindell early on. In my campaign, um, President Trump endorsed me from the steps of Mar-a-Lago. To my surprise, it was wonderful. Wow. So it was just everything was going great. But I knew going into it, as long as we had the machines, I probably was not going to win. But, of course, I had to run 
in order to, um, you know, hope and pray and hope and pray that our legislature would do the right thing and get rid of those machines. But, of course, they didn't. We have, a, you know, a lot of people like to say we've got a great legislature, but we really don't. We've got a lot of corruption in our legislature right now, too. And it's not just one or two. And it's not just the people that you think um, might be as some of the people you think are strong leaders are just not that strong. Oh, really? Okay. Well, oh, I'm afraid to ask you about anyone in particular. But uh, so with this race, how did it actually end up? You said before that the machines won. How badly did they cheat? Well, the, uh, Tom Galvin came in with an early votes of like 32,000, where I came in at like 17,000. And um, I knew right then and there that the... It, the jig was up. I mean, that's two to one. Right. And and ironically, on Election Day, he only had just over 5,000 votes. How does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that means nobody showed up to vote for him. Correct. Okay. And I assume that you were probably telling people to vote on Election Day, right? Right. Of yeah. course I was. Yeah. And um, But you could see from the results, which I... Um, uh, you know, I have a graph of in my lawsuit that I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, you, you could see that it de- definitely looks like there was an algorithm used. So it looks like, I don't know, this is what we want. What I'm asking for is a hand count. But it does look like, of course, that there were, it was front loaded and then an algorithm applied. So a, a, a familiar tale, something we've seen before, both at the national scale and there in Maricopa. So when did you file and uh, tell us what is the substance of the lawsuit itself? So what I did was um, over the weekend, Catherine Ellenbrook and Greg Phillips from 2000 Mules, they held an event called The Pit. I was there. Awesome. (laughs) Well, I was at home and I was doing, um, you know, my thing and just listening as, you know, as I could. So then you might recall Harry Hari, Mm -hmm. he mentioned that you were supposed, that they were supposed to be doing a FISMA test. Well, I have an IT background. And so um, I was like, what is this FISMA? I have no idea what it is. So God just really put it on my heart to really start doing some deep dive research on it. And so I know in Arizona that we are um, required and mandated by the Help America Vote Act that we have to follow the laws within that. So first of all, I looked up what FISMA was. And basically, for all your viewers, what happened was back in um, early 2017, still under the Obama administration, Um, The Department of Homeland Security declared the elections as critical infrastructure, which meant that the risk assessment test had to be raised to another higher level. And Harry was saying that they weren't done. So what I did is I put together what our law was, and then I found out what the Help America Vote Act was requiring. So our law states that um, basically that uh, machines or devices used at any electric Election or for federal, state, or county offices may only be certified for use in this state and may only be used in this state if they comply with the Help America Vote Act of 2002. So that's only. That's not a may. That's not a shell. That is, you have to comply with the Help America Vote Act. It's established, and they should have been doing it this entire time. Correct. Spoiler alert. Were they doing it? 
<laughs> no. But I wanted to find out what they said in the Help America Vote Act. Yeah. Because that, you know, we have to connect the dots. It's all, everything's legal here, right? Yep. So what they say in the Help America Vote Act is that periodic assessments of the risk and magnitude of the harm that could result from unauthorized access, use, disclosure, disruption, modification, or destruction of information and information systems that support the operations and assets of the agency. And the agency being, in this case, the critical infrastructure of the elections. And so the Board of Supervisors had a duty to run these, uh, these um, security tests based upon the Department of Homeland Security. That's probably a, a FISMA test because now we fall under those federal guidelines because the state gave the feds really uh, the power to run the elections. So this is where we're at. Okay, so what is the lawsuit asking for? That what we're asking for, what I'm asking for is, number one, first of all, I'd ask for it to be, ex, it's a writ of mandamus ex parte, and I ask for them to not certify the election, period, until we can get more information. They still have not even given us the cast vote record. All right. Secondly, I asked for the revocation of the democracy suite uh, 5.5 that's uh, being used on our on our elections right now. I wanted that because... It can't be certified. It right. says right here yeah. it, it, in law. It can't be certified. It's illegal. It's illegal. <laughs> right. And then thirdly, I asked for a hand count um, because of the anomalies that I saw. In fact, in my election, we you were supposed to vote for one person. In mine, over 4,000 times, there were people that voted for more than one person. So shouldn't that invalidate those 4,000 votes? Were they counted? Well, that that's the point. They were not counted. Okay. And um, and that did invalidate them. But you shouldn't have that many overvotes. The person that had the next least amount of or the most, whatever, the least below that was um, about uh, 500. So we are significantly different there. So there should not have been that many overvotes. So. I, I feel like I have a right to find out what happened in my in that election between the fact that there were so many uh, mysteriously early votes, not any election day votes, and overvotes. So there's just a lot to look at. Absolutely. So and the and the voter rolls the voter rolls are still horrible too. I mean, they haven't been cleaned up since 2020. Absolutely. The we well we use the Eric system. Yeah. So the Eric system again, the poll books. And by the way, I'm also I'm also done podcasting and uh, myself, and and so I've done a lot of interviews with a lot of people. And um, one of the things with with these um, with these voter rolls is that I've I've come to know is that. Um, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. But with, 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 with the voter rolls and the ERIC system, bottom line is that we have to get rid of them because of the fact that they are taking – oh, that's what it was. I know what I was going to say. I had a guy – I did what was called a truth teller's town hall. Okay. So we had Ken Bennett, who was the liaison for that audit, walking around and telling everybody that the vote count matched the uh, – the ballot count matched the uh, audit count or the ballot, vote count. Yeah. And I was like – Ken, counterfeit ballots don't count. Uh, yes, I say that all the time. If you have a stack of 99 counterfeit bills and one legitimate $1 bill, it doesn't mean that you have $100. Right. You have $1 and 99 counterfeit bills. You can't count those 99. Exactly. So I was really upset about that. So what I did was I allowed the people to speak. And I hosted a Truth Tellers Town Hall. And you can see this at gailgolek.com. That's G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C.com. 
and you can you can see the whole truth. It's four hours, but I've got to leave in a trailer there. And they talk about all of the people that work the audit or the canvas and stuff like that. You could see a little five minute trailer, you know, talking about the counterfeit ballots and talking about the empty lots where people voted and all of that stuff. And so we knew what was going on. But one guy specifically said that he knew that those poll books were connected to the Internet because he did it. He was oh, 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 that's great. Yeah, yeah. And I've got an affidavit as well. Yeah. I got affidavits from all of these people. I've given them to all of, to the attorney general. He's done nothing with it. Attorney General Brnovich. So who's going to be the next attorney general? I mean, Brnovich is leaving, but who's likely to win? That would be Abe Hamada. Oh, Abe Hamada. Okay, okay. And he, he is endorsed by President Trump, and he seems to be very popular. Oh, he's awesome. I really, I really, really, I was, I was all for Abraham from uh, day one. And so, you know, if this doesn't work out, who knows, maybe I'll be working for the AG's office in the election integrity office. Right on. I would love to see that. That's so great. You know, I mean, there there seems to be a list of very simple, very uh, implementable action items that we can put into play to ensure that this isn't so complicated, this doesn't happen again, but we just have to get the right people into office. And that's what's so tough when they control the election system. Uh, But do you think Maricopa County is going to be ready in the general election this year? I mean, Maricopa County, we know it's corrupt, okay? I'm not surprised to learn that they most likely cheated, allegedly, until, yeah, yeah, uh, allegedly totally corrupt. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that from now on. But, um, you know, statewide, it's, uh, you know, uh, people are going to be paying attention. Do you think it, Do you think we're going to be okay in this general election? Well, we have a couple things. First of all, we've got the uh, the, the Lake v. Hobbs case right now, yep. and so uh, that that case is still active. It's standing. Um, we had some new um, information. Last I checked, they were trying to get it in there. Um, we, the people, AZ Lowington and Laura Logan, put together an event where they actually have this guy by the name of Brian Ramirez um, on videotape deleting the adjudication database file. Oh, yeah, that, that's, I saw that. I saw that on video. Yeah, he walked in and he, yeah, okay. Yeah, he just right, deleted it. Right, and so we're trying to get that entered into evidence. I'm not sure if the judge accepted it yet. But, you know, the more more truth we get out there, and then, then prayer, of course, for the judges to start actually not interpreting law but obeying the law and then making sure that it happens, you know, that we've got the laws on the books and you need to help enforce these laws. This is what we need, judges. This is what we need right now. So I don't know where we're at, the fact that they're hearing it. Then I've got my case where, you know, I'm doing all of these things. Now, in my case, um, I'm doing, I don't have any lawyers. This is all me. This is all pro se. Um, I just did this. It's, you know, God is my lawyer. Jesus is my lawyer, you know. Um, but I could still definitely use some, you know, assistance. You can donate to my campaign. You can um, you can go to Give, Send, Go. Uh, uh, backslash Liberty as well, and donate to Give Send Go backslash Liberty. Yeah, nobody had that one. No, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's a really good one. Yeah, wow. Liberty. Yeah. What about Truth Social? Do you have a Truth Social? I do. Gail Golick. You can follow me on all my channels. Uh, Gail Golick. It's uh, if you go to GailGolick.com, I've got a link to all of my channels. But I'm on Rumble, Telegram. Uh, Twitter, even Facebook, because, you know, it's really important to let everybody know what's going on. And I haven't been banned for a while. (laughs) I'm totally banned off Facebook and Twitter. They know my I'm I'm getting a new phone, hopefully, here in the next couple of months. Maybe I'll sneak back on that. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting out there because really, um, as I say, the truth shall set us free. And we need to get out there. And this has been an incredible event of awakening, enlightening. 
And um, and the more people that know the truth, the better off we are, because then we can fight, you know, um, together, you know, in unison. And and this brainwashing really is real. It really is. I, I feel bad. So we have to be kind those that really don't know right we have to be kind to each other too you know people are tired gail people are ready to to snap in a lot of instances and i see people fighting online and they you know they see an incredible event like this bringing together so many amazing people where if you actually pay attention to what's happening and you look around you're like oh my gosh so many people are activated they are getting involved they're you know putting something boots on the ground locally you know and then you've got people who are watching they're like ah another lindell event what's that going to do no like okay no what are you doing you know you're sitting at home complaining probably sitting around all day on your keyboard not actually doing anything meanwhile the people that you're complaining about are filing lawsuits, are, are running for political office, are making connections, are getting activated, are implementing some really novel solutions. I mean, I have heard 25 different things that people were doing this weekend, and every single one of them different. It's incredible, and I love it. I think it's a wonderful thing. I agree. You know, I encourage everybody to become a poll worker, poll watcher, get out there, get involved, because that's something that you can do. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. You have to get trained on it. But get there. Be your, be in eyes and ears of, of the vote. Our, our vote is our voice. We have to protect it, our voice and our vote. And it's not even just that. I mean, it's our freedom. It's our, our children. It's our life. It's everything that we have come to love about this country comes behind this vote. So do that. Get get involved with the polls. Um, it's really important that you do that. Gail, one more question. Are you familiar with the Precinct Strategy? PrecinctStrategy.com, my friend Dan Schultz. Oh, yeah. Dan and I are really good friends. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I'm a Precinct Committee woman. I have been for good. six years. Good. I was also a national delegate alternate for um, President Trump. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with it. And we do need you to be also... You know, look into the precinctstrategy.com and, and become a precinct committee person. So what, what they do is they really help elect, you know, uh, elect out the rhinos. Yes. Right? I that's mean, exactly it. Right. If we want to control the party, we have to become part of the party. You know, we have to join the GOP. We have to go to these meetings. We have to become precinct committeemen. And we have to control the flow of information. And that's got to go through America First candidates. I think we have a tremendous opportunity here in this election. We're going to have more people that are elected than ever before, who actually align with our values, our faith, our philosophy, but there's still going to be work to be done, and you got to start somewhere. Right. Well, we do. We do. And and the first place we have to start is everybody needs to unite about getting rid of these machines. Like yep. Mike says, we have got to, you know, we, I, I like the idea of just turning them in, you know, melting them down and turning them into uh, jail cell yeah. you know, bars. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding you, because th- this is treason. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Somebody is responsible for this. This is not. This is not just one person. Um, we have got to get control of our elections again. And the best way to do that is to get rid of these machines, bring them in. We have to get rid of these voter rolls. Let's just go back to, you know, precinct voting. Um, we we can all count them on the same day, right? You get a gymnasium, you get a library, you have a smaller precinct, um, and you do it in one day. I, you know, a lot of people don't want to do it in one day. I get it, but we have to get rid of the mail-in ballots as well. Um, and 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 those got to. And one of the ideas that I have is what I I picked up from Australia. Okay. And they do proxy voting. So if you can't make it, then you have to get your ballot notarized, and then that your neighbor, your friend, your love, whatever, who it is, somebody 
Ken is notarized to bring that in and drop that off as a mail-in on election day. So we have an election day, and it's proxied, so we don't have all of this mule stuff going on. You know, if we just have a deadline, stick to it, get rid of the mail-in voting, you know, if somebody is disabled, uh, somebody's going to be out of town on vacation, you know, we have extenuating circumstances. Those people can cast a ballot early or send a ballot through the mail. But if it's postmarked after the election day, if it doesn't get turned in until after the deadline, then those ballots shouldn't count. It should be so easy. That way we can count all of the ballots on a single day. And everybody needs to have proof that they are a valid voter, that they are an American citizen, that they live at their address. Voter ID is the easiest possible thing that we could implement to do that. Just make it a single day. Make sure that we have voter ID. We have viewers in third world countries who have voter ID, who only have one day to vote. And believe me, everybody gets out to do it. Well, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, Laura Logan mentioned at the um, uh, We the People event that these illegals that are breaking into our country right now mm-hmm. are getting Social Security numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not just Social Security numbers, but all kinds of benefits oh, yeah. and free plane tickets, and they get apartments and everything. And, med- and medical, too. Yeah. Free medical, too. They're using Medicaid through um, and, and, and getting medical as well. They're getting medical cards. So yep. it's really, it's a very good state of affairs, and none of this would be happening if we had control of our votes because we are smart, we are bright, we are brave, and we are free, and we're going to keep our freedom. We are. All right, Gail, tell everybody where to find you one more time. Yes, my name is Gail Golick. You can find me at gailgolick.com, G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C.com. You please go to um, bit.ly and uh, go to FISMA RIT if you want to download that. And to donate, go to givesendgo.com backslash liberty. Thank you so much, and God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you for being here, Gail. Thank you. Yes, good luck. Hey, keep in touch with me, okay? I will. Okay. Of course. Good stuff.